made plans for summer childcare yet? If not, don't worry. Care.com can help. At Care.com, you can find trusted, reliable, and affordable sitters near you with flexibility that fits your summer plans. And because the best decisions are made with care, 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step for families to make strong hiring decisions. This summer, get help with activities, tutoring, pickups, drop-offs, and more. Sign up now at Care.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Quest for New Inspiration. My name is KT Mashler, and yet again, I will be sharing another story from one of my inspiring friends. On this episode, I had the chance to sit down with Emily Luter, who is not only one of my Tri-Delta sisters, but is a health and fitness coach. One of my favorite things about Emily is how positive and real her fitness journey has been. I love to follow along on her Instagram, so be sure to check it out after this episode. I hope she inspires you as much as she inspires me. So I am Emily Luter, and I am a health fitness coach. I do personal training at an all-women's gym here in town in person, but the majority of my time goes to my online business. So I do one-on-one personal training, coaching, health coaching, nutrition coaching, workouts, um, all of that kind of good stuff. And yeah, that's really it. That's what I do. Perfect. What made you kind of head in that direction? Oh gosh. So my freshman year of college, I used to be a competitive dancer and going to college, like a lot of people, I stopped doing that. I wasn't doing any sort of activity or workouts or anything. I had never actually gone to the gym and done a full on workout before in my life. I always was used to just eating whatever I wanted and burning it off in practice. And so I wasn't used to being a able to like eat anything and then just gain weight from it. Like that was new to me. So I didn't know how to go about how to eat right and burn off all of those extra calories and all of that kind of good stuff. Pretty much what happened was I gained like almost 25 pounds in four or five months my freshman year. And I was completely lost on what to do. I wanted to go to the gym, but I, again, didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to put a workout together or anything. So I would usually just go in and hide on the bike for like 20 minutes and then go home. Um, And like I said, I didn't know how to eat right either, especially being like on a freshman dorm kind of school diet. Um, So I got a personal trainer and I saw her once, maybe twice a week. She taught me how to put workouts together. She took me through exercises. She taught me a little bit about nutrition. And from then I just kind of realized I felt so good after doing my workouts that I really, really began to love it. And I started doing a lot of my own research on how to eat right, how to do workouts, all of that kind of stuff. Thankfully, my boyfriend was a personal trainer too. So he helped teach me a lot of that as well. Um, And over time, I just really, really got into it. I had actually started college as a psych major and I switched to exercise science, started studying that. I became a personal trainer my junior year of college. And that was when I first kind of got into the training world. But really just, I mean, everything kind of fell into place after getting a trainer for myself. I found a new passion and I've just kind of taken it from there. Awesome. Okay. So, well, I know you personally just from like school and Tridel and, but I've also been following you and just like follow your, I guess, social media progression, I would call it. 
Um, so now on social media, all of your platforms are very inspirational, very body positive, very just like very positive. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the whole word. Um, what gives you that motivation and why, why have you chosen to go that route with your like social media versus just like the intense critical uh-huh. fitness world? Yeah, absolutely. I do. I didn't really mention that. I take a very different stance as to what I promote and what I believe in in terms of fitness. Um, I promote overall balance and living a healthy, happy lifestyle and not just, you know, eating chicken and rice and cardio every day and like all about the shredded abs and that kind of thing. And that's really because that's how I started when I got into the fitness world because I didn't know that much. I mean, you see all these influencers and you learn about bodybuilding and everything is all about aesthetics and how you look and you kind of get in your head that you're working out because you need to look good. And that's the sole purpose of it. Um, so I got into a really bad binge and restrict cycle. I was barely eating. I was doing cardio all the time. I really only cared about how I looked and how I looked online and made sure I had the abs and the veins and all of that kind of stuff, because I felt like in order to be a trainer and to promote fitness, I had to be credible and to be credible, I had to look like that. Um, and that's something that in the fitness industry, really, really needs to be worked on because that's how it is for so many people who initially get into it. I know a huge handful of trainers who went through the exact same journey and it took years to repair our metabolisms and to kind of get into the mindset where it is more about balance and your life is so much more enjoyable when you're letting yourself eat cookies sometimes and it's not all about weighing out calories and bringing your food scale everywhere. Um, And it's not all about how you look and just overall my mindset so much better. I'm so much happier. I feel overall a lot healthier um, in terms of just sleep and energy and all of that. And so I've just kind of chosen to be really open and honest with what I went through so that I can help prevent other people and other women from going through the same thing. Um, And just being really open about how you know, the fitness industry is really fake a lot of the times. Um, A lot of the influencers are really fake as far as just photoshopping and only posing and using the best lighting and not showing that we all have real bodies and we all have flaws and not everybody who's into fitness is perfect. So that's just been a big passion of mine is preaching that and showing that to the world. But yeah, really just from my own journey, I guess, got me into that. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So if I was wanting to just like start this whole fitness process and like eating healthier and whatnot, where do I start? How do I start? What should I do? I would definitely say to take baby steps. I think a big issue with the people who kind of get caught up in that mindset is they go all in and they go all in way too fast. And it's immediately going from eating whatever you want to literally weighing out every single piece of food that you put into your body and focusing on, you know, I have to do cardio every day and I have to work out every day or I'm failing kind of mindset. Um, And that gets you burnt out really, really quickly. And you're not going to enjoy it along the way. You're going to hate it and you're going to stop. And that's why so many people fail on diets and um, just overall getting into fitness and getting healthier. So I always have my clients start if there's somebody who's starting from like zero, for example, um, I'll have them start only doing 
two workouts in the gym a week and then maybe throw in a couple days of going on a walk or a run or I don't know, a bike ride, something like that, yoga, stretching, that kind of thing to get their body moving. But I'm not going to tell them you have to go lift six days a week and you can only have one cheat meal all week kind of thing because they're going to hate that. They're not used to it. It's really, really hard. Um, And same thing with nutrition, just easing into it, you know, switch a couple things out for healthier options, but you don't have to go all in like right away. And I think that just easing into it like that definitely just in the long run really, really helps as far as making sure that it's sustainable and getting your body used to it and your mind used to it and all of that. So I think that that's definitely my biggest recommendation. Just it's a process, take it slowly, enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So where I know we all struggle with like these skip days or cheat days, as I heard you refer to them, where do you get the inspiration to, I guess, move forward after you let yourself have that day or the inspiration to not let that cheat day be negative? Yeah. Um, one thing I should have caught myself on is I hate, I still am used to calling it a cheat day, but I've tried to stray away from that word because I hate that word. It just sounds so negative and it's not cheating on anything. Um, a lot of people will call it a refeed day or like it's just a day off, you know, whatever. But it's very, very easy to have a bad meal like that, a so-called bad, less nutritious, less healthy meal. Um, and want to make up for it the next day in terms of restricting your food or exercising more, trying to burn all of those calories off. And one thing that I think that a lot of people don't realize is it takes 3,500 extra calories per day to actually put on a full, just one pound of fat. It's an entire 3,500 extra calories. So even if you're having, you know, a less healthy meal, if you go out to eat and have something that's higher calorie than usual, most likely it's not a full 3,500 calories on top of what you're usually consuming because that's a lot of food. Like that's not yeah. hard to do. Um, so people will wake up and they'll get on the scale the next day and see that it went up three pounds and it didn't actually go up three pounds of fat. It's a lot of sodium and water weight that you're holding on to from that, that you just have to drink water and sweat out and it'll go away. So the scale is a big thing is just not letting yourself get on the scale the day after because you know you're going to be retaining water and it's going to be higher than normal, but that doesn't actually mean that you put on that number of pounds of fat specifically. Um, And that's what mentally brings a lot of people down is seeing the scale go up. So That's definitely my top recommendation. And then other than that, just getting back into your like normal everyday habit. Don't change how you eat. Don't change how you work out. Drink a lot of water, sweat it out, and you're going to go right back to normal. And just knowing and realizing that your body is not going backwards in terms of progress from one bad day or one day off, like... I think that just in itself is extremely helpful because like I said, people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, Is there a place you go for just like daily fitness inspiration or just like to keep a healthy lifestyle, I guess? I mean, I know it's your job and you love it. That's your passion, obviously. But like just, I don't know, some other people that you like to, I don't know, soak up and get stuff. 
Um, I do have a lot of people like on Instagram and some podcasts and stuff that I listen to that give me some inspiration and some motivation. I'm trying to think I can give you like the actual usernames, but the college clean eating, um, there's a girl, her users fears to fit Stephanie Buttermore and her boyfriend, Jeff Nippard are some of the ones on the top of my head that are all just very raw and real. And the girls that I mentioned all come from backgrounds similar to me that went through that restricting period and just overall body image issues um, and then got out of it and are very open about what their bodies look like and their life and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of those girls and gosh, there's probably a handful of others that I'm very inspired by. Nice. Okay. So, um, one almost done, but one kind of fun question. Um, what is like your favorite either playlist or go-to workout song to just like get you pumped up and like ready? (laughs) It seriously depends. So I, with music, I go through phases where I'm like really obsessed with a song or a person for like two weeks. And then I listen to it so much that I don't like it anymore. And I go (laughs) right now it's pop smoke. AP, that song always yeah. gets hyped okay. up for reason. And next week it'll probably change, but that's where I'm at in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. Um, do you have any last piece of advice for either someone who's like either just starting in their fitness journey or maybe struggling in their fitness journey and needing a little bit of that inspiration? Yeah. Um, yeah. Any last advice? Um, I think my main advice, especially for somebody who is struggling to either get into it or just feels like they're stuck and needs help is to ask for help, actually talk to a trainer or a professional or DM me or some other coach on Instagram and just ask questions. There's so much information out there, but there's so much information that's wrong too, that I don't want people to be just going to Google because it's probably going to be inaccurate. Find a professional, talk to them, get some ideas, ask questions, soak up as much information as you possibly can. Um, Take advantage of all the information that is out there in the world. And then as far as just for somebody who is wanting to get into it or who is struggling getting into it, honestly, I just say like, start, like I said earlier with baby steps, Um, just start because you're not going to lose anything from starting. It's, you're not going to fail. You're either going to learn from, you know, the mistakes that you make or you're going to grow. Those are the only two routes that you can go. Um, But either way, it's going to end up putting you in a better place than you are now. And overall, just getting to the gym one time or eating one healthier meal makes you feel so good mentally. And also it's one step better than where you were before one step towards your goals. So just do it, go for it, take the risk. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking your time today. All right. Well, that is it for this week. And I would love to have you tell a friend about this podcast and you can help me share these inspirational stories by rating and reviewing the quest for new inspiration on Apple podcast or your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question or an inspirational story you'd like to share, you can send them my way. You can send me a message on Instagram at Quest for New Inspiration or email me at newinspirationpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time.
Made plans for summer childcare yet? If not, don't worry. Care.com can help. At Care.com, you can find trusted, reliable, and affordable sitters near you with flexibility that fits your summer plans. And because the best decisions are made with care, 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step for families to make strong hiring decisions. This summer, get help with activities, tutoring, pickups, drop-offs, and more. Sign up now at Care.com. I'm Dr. Mike McDermott, Chief Executive Officer of Mary Washington Healthcare. It's been a challenging year, and we are so grateful and appreciative of our nurses. Just like any family does during difficult times, we stuck together. If you are looking for that kind of family atmosphere, consider joining our family. Whether you want to work in one of our two hospitals, home health, hospice, or any of our freestanding facilities, I invite you to help us continue to improve the health of our community. Learn more at mwhcjobs.com.